I'm Hannah Kim. And I'm Joni Varejo. And welcome to the 74th episode of the Even Little Things podcast. Yes, today we'll be giving advice on the college admissions process. But before we start, we just want to remind everyone that we're not professionals in any field, and this podcast is just to talk about the big and even little things teens go through. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Okay, you can start whenever you're ready. Hey guys, welcome to the Even the Little Things podcast, or if you're, welcome back if you're not new here. If you're new here, welcome. Um, today we have a really special episode for you guys. I think it's one that a lot of people have been asking about, and we've been kind of hyping it up. So today we're finally going to give like our college, like college application advice, like admissions process advice episode, because we just have I think we just have so much to say about it. I think we've learned so much from our own experience and like truly it's not something you can speak about until like you've done it, you know, and now that it's all over for us and we like have been through the entire experience, we know how it went down. Um, We can tell you our own stories. I think we finally feel comfortable enough to like do an episode about it and give you advice and talk about the things that we wish we known because there are so many like YouTube videos, so many podcast episodes, so many books, so many articles. And I feel like none of them have as much impact as I think that hearing it from like, like some of your friends or hearing it from like someone a grade older than you, that's your friend, right? So I feel like we're kind of friends in that sense, you know, like you guys and us. And so I think hearing it from us will be kind of helpful. And I know a lot of people have asked about it. So we're going to tell you all about, you know, our personal advice. And as we said in the beginning, like we're not professionals, you know, so (laughs) take everything, I guess, with a grain of salt, but we do really believe in the advice that we're talking about. So um, we're really excited to get into that. But before we do that, it's time for our weekly ramble, or at this point, it's been like, bi-weekly because we're we've been just so behind with episodes but that's okay because we still love doing it and we're here right now and that's all that matters so Duwani what do you have to ramble about today um you know it's like spring break and I don't know how we only have like four days left because I feel like it went by so fast but so slow and like I have literally done nothing but just like lay in bed watch tv read and it's like it feels like summer, even like the weather outside is like really cold and all. It just kind of feels like summer. It's like I'm so excited for that because after the end of this week, we only have like less than two months until we graduate and it's summer. And I've just been like really enjoying this week time. Like I have literally done like nothing. What have you done? Um, I really haven't done anything. I went camping, but that was, you know it was cold. <laughs> um, and I went to Barnes and Nobles today. And that's kind of it. And I've just been like FaceTiming people and texting Duani and reading. And so my life is pretty much boring. I mean, I feel like we're at the point of senior year where like, there's like so much to do, but also not that much to do, if that makes any sense, you know, like, we're on spring break. So I've just been trying to chill out a little bit, because I know it's about to get really, really busy with uh, AP testing and prom and graduation and finals. You know, it's just going to get crazy. So I've just been trying to relax. I've been been trying to make friends um, from, you know, 
you know, from college, like future people, class of 2026 people. Um, I mean, we'll get into the episode, but I'm going to Syracuse next year. So I've been trying to make friends with people that are going to Syracuse with me. And yeah, (laughs) that's all I've been doing. I've been making friends. I've been reading. I went camping. That's all I've done. It's been pretty boring. Um, and honestly, I was really looking forward to recording today because I was like, oh, yay, I get to talk to Ani and we get to give some advice and it'll be fun and it'll be something that I've been doing, you know, because I feel like I haven't been doing much. Yeah, honestly, that's what I've been doing too. Like, I don't even know I'm going to college yet, but I've just been like talking to a bunch of people and I have yet to commit. So hopefully that will happen this week sometime. I don't really know, but um, yeah. Let's just talk about college. Yeah. So I think there's just so much to say, right? Like with college admissions and the college application process. I would say like, okay, so if you, let's say you're a junior right now and you're going to apply next year. I would say before, here's some like, I think there's like a lot of things you should know, right? Because I went into it completely naive. Like I... I like started my applications and I had no idea like what was going on. I had no idea how to work Common App. I had no idea how to work Coalition. By the way, in the fall, I had such a bone to pick with Coalition. I literally hate Coalition so much. Like that application, I hate it. Like I just hated going through there. But unfortunately, some schools only use Coalition and they don't use Common App. So you have to use it. I know other schools like have their own portal, like I know the UC schools, I think, have their own portal. I, I didn't apply to any UC, so I have no idea. But I think they have their own kind of application thing. Um, some schools, like, use their website. Some schools use Common App. So it's just really – it was, like, so confusing to work out. And, like, all the details of it and all the information was really kind of scary for me. So – I just want to let you know that if you feel like really overwhelmed about it and you have no idea what's happening, you will figure it out. It will work out. You'll understand it eventually. It is really daunting, but it will, it will all come to fruition. Like, and you will understand what's going on. But if you are like kind of working through this alone, because for a lot of people, I think um, their parents, some people's parents help them a lot and some people's parents don't. And, you know, it's like, I mean, my parents went to school, went to college so many years ago that anything that they would have said really wouldn't have helped me with this application process. So I was kind of on my own and I had to do my own research. So I totally understand that if you were also confused and you're also doing your own research and you have no idea what's going on, um, that is so normal. So if you're feeling really overwhelmed right now, like it's okay, it's normal. Like we both went through it and it's just, it's really hard. So please don't feel like, dumb or you don't know what you're doing because you are kind of overwhelmed and you don't know where to start even yeah I didn't have parents that um went to college here so basically like figuring me out was like all up to me for my sister it would be easier because like I've been through it and I can like help her but I kind of had like no one because my parents didn't know much about it and all that so it was it was definitely an experience it was kind of difficult and frustrating but um I think like just you know talking to people, watching videos, like talking to other kids who are applying or who have applied helps a lot because they can like give you so many tips and stuff that I didn't even know. Um, and just basically like how to tackle the whole process of applying to college. Mm, I agree. So I think the first kind of piece of real advice I have is 
before you do like anything, before you do anything, I would do a lot of research, right? Because college, I think, is a really big thing. It's a really big, first of all, it's a really big money investment. You're putting in a lot of money into college. Like, I like it doesn't even matter if you're going in state. It like it doesn't matter. Like that is a lot of money you're putting in, right? So it's it's an investment. And you have to make sure that wherever you're going is a place that is not only like the right choice for you, but it's going to be like the best choice for you, right? So I think before you do anything, it's important to do your research. And when you're picking a college, I think it's important not to just be like, oh, this is the best school, but also to be like, this is the right school, right? So um, like some things I always I always considered when I was like choosing colleges to apply to were, do, the, do they have my program? Is the price something that I'm okay with? Where is the location and other like logistics to that? So like Dwani and I, we live in the Seattle area, right? So if the school was really, really far away, would I have to take a flight? Is it connecting flight? Is it really, really out of way? Would my parents be able to get there if I was in trouble? What's the weather like there? Um, is that like whether I'm okay with? Like, where is the location? Like, what are the demographics like? Um, and then another thing is like, do they have activities that you're interested in? Is it like a school spirit that you like? Do you like align with a student body? I mean, it's really important to think about those things because I know that college can seem really dreamy. It's like, oh, that's such a good school, right? But there, it's just so much more than if it's a good school, right? Like a, a place can be a good school for somebody else and not a good school for you. Like, for example, there's so many like, um, there's so, okay, for example, for me, I didn't apply to any of the UC schools because none of them were, none of them had the program that I wanted because I wanted to go into like the communications and journalism PR. None of them had like the program that I specifically wanted. And I just, I just couldn't see myself there. So, but the UCs are very good schools, right? No one's saying that they're bad schools, right? I'm even saying, I, I think those schools are great, but I know that those weren't the schools for me, if that makes any sense. So schools can be like really good schools and not be the schools for you. So I would say a really big thing that I would consider before even doing anything is doing a lot of research, like even just a quick Google search. I, I don't care what it is. I think you should do a lot of research. And something that's really helpful is going to like a college's website and just like searching up things in their website, like searching up what kind of majors they have, what kind of activities they have. It's important to also like get excited about a place, you know, because you don't want to go into this process and be like, ugh, this sucks, you know, like you want to be excited about it. So that's like the number one thing I would say, like just baseline, like do your research. Yeah, like while it's okay to like want to go to a school that has like a good like reputation or it's like well known or whatever, it's like also good to find a school that you fit into. So I know lots of people like junior year of spring or the summer before senior year, they like tour colleges because I I haven't like toured colleges except for like UW, but I know that from like a lot of people, like touring colleges can like really change your decision. Like if you feel like you don't fit in there, like the vibe and like the just the environment is not for you, it can make like a huge difference on whether or not you really want to go to that school and spend money on applying to that school um, when you know like you're not going to like it. So that's like a big thing. So if you're, if you are able to tour, you should do that. And then um, with research, definitely do your research. Like 
it's okay not to have a major picked out. Only for like a certain schools, you need to have a major. You can apply undecided. I know when I apply for Cal Poly, there's like no option to um, like put undeclared or undecided. Like you have to pick a major. So for those colleges, I would be aware. So that's why I would like recommend doing a lot of research on how, um, you know, the programs that they have, what you can cannot apply to. I know that UW has like, um, like different types of majors, like some that, you know, like you can get direct admission to, some you can't. So it just like depends on every college. And the summer before senior year, what I did was I like made a huge list of colleges that I wanted to go to. I think it was like maybe 30, 35 colleges that I would be interested in going to. And I just like researched everything about it. Um, what type of like environment is it? Like suburban, urban, whatever. Um, like the GPA you would need, SAT, um, diversity, population, how much it would cost in-state, how much it would cost out-of-state. Um, like, do they need letters of recommendation? Do they need um, SAT scores? Do they need your transcript? Um, what like are um, first years like required to stay on campus? Because I know some colleges, the first year you have to live on campus. And then after that, you're allowed to like live wherever you want. So. I would recommend making like a huge list of all the colleges you're interested in. Um, and it doesn't have to be like, you're gonna apply to all of them because I made my Excel sheet with like all that information for like 35 colleges. And I only ended up applying to eight because like making that list, it like helps you like, oh, okay, this is like not practical. This is too expensive. This doesn't seem like something that I can afford. Um, this school is like way out of reach. Um, and like, it's not a bad thing to apply to schools that are like um, reach schools, but like a lot of mine that I had were like reach schools. And I was like, I don't really want to spend um, that much money knowing that I don't really have a good chance of getting in. I would rather like focus my attention on schools that I know that I have a chance of getting in at. Um, so like, I would recommend like doing research on like all the schools because it will really help you narrow down which ones you really want to apply to. I totally 100% agree. Um, I had a list from like freshman year full of like just every single college I've ever, ever considered. And I think it's a really good idea to have that huge list and then narrow it down. Like obviously on your list, you're going to have like favorites. You're going to have things that you're like lukewarm on, right? But it's important to like look at that list, do your research and figure out what is the best for you to apply to. Because I know friends like actually that they were like, oh, um, I did research on this school and I thought it was kind of cool. Like, and they kind of thought nothing of it. And then they applied and they got more interested and they got in and they got really interested. And now they're going to go there. Does that, like, you know, so like you never know like what is going to be the right choice for you. Like the place you think is your top choice might not even be your top choice in the end, you know? So I think it like waivers and things like that. So I think it's important to like have an open mind, have a big list and then a list that you narrow down. And I would also say like, it's really important to do research because for some people, they assume that like every college is the same kind of, they're like, oh, well, if this college has this then this college might have that too. And that's not true. Every single college is different. Every single college has like different activities, different um, programs, like within the program, just because it's the same major, 
it's not the same. Like, I don't know how to describe this, but like, just because it's like a business major does not mean that it's the same business major as some other school. There's so many different factors into there. Like, who's teaching those classes? Who are the professors? Like, what is what kind of like specific classes do they offer for that program? What are the credits like? Like, it's so different at every single school. You're not going to get the same experience at one place than you are at another. Every single experience is going to be different. And I think that's just so what's kind of like exciting about the whole college process is because you're applying to so many different places and there's so many different possibilities for you. And so that's also something to keep in mind. Like, be optimistic, okay? Like, obviously, don't be like egotistical. Don't be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get into every single college I apply to, right? But it's good to be optimistic about these things because it's like there are so many different paths your life can take, like, you know? So um, every college is different. Don't assume that every college is, like, the same or they have the same stuff and things like that. Just because school X, like, University X has, like, this program doesn't mean that University Y is going to have that same program, right? So it's important to do that research, too. And I also want to remind you that just because a college has, like, a certain percent acceptance rate does not mean that you're going to get in or not. Do not look at acceptance rates. Like, I know schools that have like, it looks like a 70% acceptance rate. And it's, they have certain programs that are really hard and really competitive and to, to get into like, at certain colleges, certain programs, when you apply for like that certain major, it's really competitive to get into those majors, rather than getting into the entire school. So don't even look at percentages in that way like percentages do not matter. And also there are some schools where the percentages are so low and you end up getting in. So do not base your acceptance based on a percentage, an acceptance rate, a percentage of the acceptance rate, right? Base it on your own statistics, your own extracurricular, your essay. Just actually don't even like think about like whether you're going to get in or not. Just do everything you can to make your application the best that you can, right? So I would just say like, a huge thing with that is starting your applications early, like thinking about it early. Like, um, I think that Coalition Common App kind of opens what like September first, I think, or something like that. And obviously, you don't need to like work on your application September first and send it in September first, right? But there are a lot of like early deadlines that could help you get into a school. Like for some places, their early action acceptance rate is so much higher than their regular decision acceptance rate. And that could help you get into a school that's more competitive, you know? Or if you work on your application early, you might like catch errors in like what you've said, or you might like realize, oh, you know, I want to add this or, oh, I want to work on this more because I just doesn't sound good to me. Like this essay is not good right now, right? So working on it early gives you the time to think about your application, really like, see like what you're putting on there because it's not a joke and I don't think that there's going to be people in your life I know people like this who worked on the application right until the deadline or okay not that because that's fine like working up until the deadline is fine but what I mean is like they started the day of the application being due I I do not think that's a good idea I think that you just don't want to it takes a lot of time and effort and you don't want to wait until the last minute to like get all this stuff done. Like you want to have at least a day, at least a day between like the app when the application is due and like when you put it in, like, like, I think if you have like a day, that's good because then you like, you've put it in before and you don't have to worry about it. You're not working against the clock because what's even worse if 
is like when you're working against the clock because you have so much pressure against yourself and you're like, oh, I don't even think I'm going to get into this school and why am I working this late on it? Blah, blah, blah. You know, it just like stresses yourself out even more. So having that extra time and like starting early is so much better than waiting until the last minute and like being panicked about turning it in. I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah, definitely. Um, like there's like certain essays so, like the prompts will stay the same like for UC schools the prompts are staying so like for example if you wanted to apply to UC schools like at least during the summer before senior year just like look at the prompts so you can like brainstorm some ideas at least because if you're like writing them the week before it's due or the day that it's due it's really hard to like come up with like really good ideas because UC schools like want to see like creative and like innovative essays not like the same boring um stories and stuff that's like said all the time and a lot of schools like want to see your creativity through your essays which is why essays are a huge part of your application now not all schools require essays but some do and so you want to like have time and like months like think about ideas brainstorm you know like write them out and like oh you know what maybe this essay isn't that good I'm gonna try something else so you have like time to do trial and error because it's not gonna be beneficial to you to do it so like I looked at the UC prompts um and the one for UW and stuff um like during the summer and then like when school started I started brainstorming like writing out outlines and like just writing out like a really rough draft and just like editing it and um like Hannah said they like applications like will take a long time because they will ask you like fill out all your personal information um all your school details all your grades um I know for the UC schools I had to like hand type every single grade that was on my transcript and it would like ask you it would ask you like when did you take this class first second semester it would ask you the name name that's on the um transcript it would ask you like what type like art math blah 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 then ask you to type out the grade did you take your first second or third semester and then if you did it like first and second semester then it'd ask you to type out the grade for first and second semester and I had to do that for every single class even senior year um and but then like instead of typing in a grade you have to click like in progress in progress so it will it took me forever to do that because you see schools like also have like their own system to calculate gpa so they ask you to like type all of that in um i think when i applied to cal poly they like asked me to just like enter like not my like extra um what do you call that like other like elective classes just like my main classes I had to enter in um so it's like a lot of work and even like the personal information part is a lot of work Mm. so you want to like start it ahead of time and then you also have to like enter in your extracurriculars and like a description of it and when you did it how long you did it blah 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 blah. so it's like a long long time so if you start early the better it will be because I know I think Common App Coalition, they like open sometime in August or like September. I'm not sure, but it opens like around that time. So I would like really, really start early. And then I would also, for all the colleges that you're interested in applying, find out the due date for like early application or early decision or regular decision and work on all of them, but like prioritize the ones that are due early. Like UW was due like November 15th. And then some of my other schools were doing like 
January. So you want to like, that's why like research is so important because you want to like find out how many essays your school requires. UW required two essays, I think. Um, yeah. UC schools require four. Um, I think Rutgers had one. I'm not really sure. But that's why it is so important for you to research and start ahead of time. Because if you don't, it's going to be extremely stressful for you. And when it comes time in March, April for college decisions, it's an, it's just going to end up like hurting you. So it will show. Yeah. Just like start early, as early as you can. Yeah. Okay. So like for Comac and Coalition, that the all that hand type stuff, like it will stay the same for every school. So you don't have to do it. But even doing that one time takes forever. It took me like weeks to do that because I would procrastinate. And also like, that's so much information. Like they want to know your social security. They want to know where your parents went to college. They want to know how many siblings you have. They want to know every single activity you've done. They want to know every single class you've taken, every single AP class you've taken. They want to know every single thing about you, right? It's a college application. They need to like access all that stuff. So Duani is 100% right. And there's other schools that will like ask you specifically not through the Common App to type out all that information. And if you're waiting until like the last day to do that, I'm sorry, but that's just going to be so much work for you. And also for essays, you do not want to wait the last minute for essay. I know that it doesn't seem like a lot of work, but it is because you want your essay to be unique from everyone else's essay. Like if your essay, a rule of thumb I had when I was reading people's essay, and I don't know if Duane remembers this, but I like typed this out on like her thing too, which was like, if let's say you're reading your essay, right? If your essay applies to like 10 other people, then it is not unique enough, right? It has to be a unique story to you. It has to be unique to you. Like, obviously, there's going to be experiences that with you and someone else that are the same, right? But just the way, like, if if you were to replace your name with someone else's name, and it could be the same exact essay, then that is not, that is not unique enough. That is not showing enough of yourself, enough of your personality, enough of like who you are, right? Because in the past year, in the, in the future years too, like essays have just become so much more important than they once were. Like because te- it's test optional now and people don't have to put in um, those test scores, people who like normally don't apply to a school because of their test score have started to do it because they know that they can get in and they have a better chance now because te- it's test optional, right? So essays have just become so much more important of a factor because it's one way that they can get to know your real personality Um separate from your grades because there are a lot of universities where yes they want to know your grades and yes that's very important but they also look at you holistically and if you have a really good essay and you have awesome like extracurricular activities that might override your not so great grades you know what I mean so it's really important to put a lot of effort on every single part of your application because it's not like a school like maybe one school prefers like grades and everything like that. Like I know tons of schools that will just probably look at your grades and accept you based on that. But I also know a lot of schools that are looking holistically and they wanna know everything about you. And so it's important to put a lot of dedication into that work and into like who you are, right? Because you're trying to show them the best qualities, the best parts of you. Like, and you're also trying to like show like a cohesive story. Like everyone has a story, right? So you want to show yours and it doesn't just stop with your essay. Your entire application kind of has to tell a story. Like all your activities kind of have to 
you know, make sense together. Like every single thing about you has to be this kind of consecutive story that they can see really nicely on a piece of paper. And they're like, I want this kind of person at our school because the last thing they want is like some sort of robotic person who's like the same as everybody else. It would be so boring if every single school was like, okay, everybody with a 3.8 GPA and a 30 and the SAT is automatically accepted here. And everyone who does not have that score is not accepted here. You know what I mean? So like, it would be incredibly boring if they did that, right? So they want to choose different people from different backgrounds. And you and like your essay can help with that because that can show like personality and things like that. And I would say like another piece of advice is if you really, really, really want to get into somewhere, do every single thing you can that you humanly can to help your chances with that. And so if a school offers interviews, do an interview. If you can like visit the school, visit the school. If they offer virtual admission sessions, go to the virtual sessions if you can't visit the school. If they have like social media, follow the social media. If they have like representatives you can reach out to, reach out to those representatives. If they have optional essays that they, you can do, do those optional essays. Like do every single thing you can do that you know that you can do to help your chances and I'm not saying that will guarantee you to get in, but it will like definitely help your chances. Like it will help you a little bit. And it'll also give you a little peace of mind knowing that you did your very best on your application and you did everything that you know that you could do. And that it's like, like at the end of the day, if you don't get in, it's not your fault, right? But knowing that you did everything and knowing that you did your best is really rewarding. Like knowing that I did that for certain schools and even if I didn't get in, that was just, that was rewarding to me. That was like, it felt good to know that I like tried my best and I did everything that I could do to try to get into the school that I wanted to get into, right? So I would say like, find out those opportunities and really look into that because a lot of schools have something called demonstrated interest, which means the more interest you put into there, the they like it because that means that you're more likely to attend their university. And a lot of like schools, they don't want to pull people from like the wait list. They don't want to like take people from other lists and things like that. They wanna just admit their admitted students and like let them go to the school. So it's really hard for like people to get off the wait list. And they also reject people that they think are not gonna come to their school. So if they know that you're really into the school, then you might have a higher chance over someone who doesn't really sound like they wanna go there if that makes any sense. So make sure you're doing your research about the schools. I feel like all of this goes back to like research, like making sure you're doing research. But also I would say a big piece of advice is do everything that you know you can to try to help your chances. Yeah, definitely. Just like work hard, you know, just like try your best. Like the college acceptances are like such a wild card. Like you'll never know if you're gonna get in or not. Honestly, sometimes it just feels like a lottery system. Like you, you never know who's going to get in and who's not going to get in. Just knowing that you tried your best, that you turned in the best application you could is a lot rewarding. And um, like this year, college acceptance rates have been so low. Like it's, it's crazy. So just know that sometimes it is difficult to get into college, but it's not impossible. You never know. And then um, what Hannah was saying about like demonstrated interest and stuff, that is like also what I included in my research. So like I can tell you some things that I did because I just like, oh, that one Excel sheet. So like 
It looks at like the size of the school, the area, the location. Also, like knowing the location of your school is important because like in certain cities and stuff, like crime rates and stuff are like really bad. It's not like a safe place to live in. So just like doing a little bit of research so you know that like you're safe and that you're not in trouble when you're going to college. Um, and then I looked up like religious affiliation because I know, I think it's like BYU or like something like that. Like it was some school, I forget, but they like Boston College, I think, or something, but they like make you like take a religious class, even if you're not religious or something like that. So I would just like look it up. Um, and then I like looked up if they offered my major, what um, GPA they required, SAT, ACT, um, what the gender split was, um, the diversity, um, like the number of people who land um, on campus, who live off campus, what their four-year graduation rate is, because you also have to keep in mind that not everyone is gradu gonna graduate in four years. Like there might be special circumstances or like extra classes you want might wanna take that might like push your graduation level to like five years, or you might even be able to graduate early. So like researching that is also important. Um, just like tuition, um, financial aid, and then another like big, big tip I have is apply for FAFSA. Like apply, apply, apply over the summer. Um, even if you think that you're not gonna get any, still apply because a lot of times colleges base your tuition on your FAFSA. So you really wanna apply for that. Like, and lots of colleges will even require you to. And if you don't know what that is, it's like federal like student aid. So you basically just search up FAFSA and again, like, filling out is going to take a long, long time. Like they will ask yeah. you for like your parents' tax returns, how much they earned, how much you earned, like how many assets and stocks and like savings and all that like your parents have. So it is really important to fill that out because that is what is going to determine your college tuition. Um, because like if your FAFSA, it's like FAFSA gives you a lot of aid, oftentimes your college tuition isn't going to be that high but for me like FAFSA didn't give me any money so for like colleges I have to pay full tuition like unless they like offer you scholarships you have to pay full tuition so even if you don't think you're gonna get any money you should always 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 apply to FAFSA because some schools have it a requirement um I forget what school it was, but one of the requirements when you like turned in your application was that you made sure your FAFSA was also turned in. Um, and honestly, like I was like really lost at FAFSA. It took me a long, long time um, to like understand how to like work and like had to watch videos and stuff. So I would also recommend um, starting it early. I think every year it opens in like October. And so right when it opens, you should finish it as soon as you can. Um, because the later you finish it, you might not get enough aid. If you don't turn it in past the deadline, you might not get any aid. So just make sure that that um, is always complete. And then just like going back to my research, just like finding out financial aid, because it's really, really important. Um, because like, you know, like some schools that you really want to go to, it might be like really, really expensive. So like you want to plan out in that sense too, like, I know it can be really heartbreaking to like have a dream school only to like realize you're gonna have to pay like, I don't know, 50,000 or $60,000 a year. So just like researching that and like understanding is also like really, really beneficial to you. And then I would just like research 
what kind of application. So Cal Poly uses its like own application system. Um, UC schools use their own application system. Um, Washington State uses its own application system. So it's really annoying that they don't all use the same thing and you have to like make like 50 different accounts to apply. So just like make sure you know which ones you have to apply through. Um, and then like whether or not you need to send in the transcript, if SAT is required, if essays are required, letters are read, if you need an interview, um, how much like the application fee is. Because sometimes you can get that waived if you need it to, but other times it's like, 70, 75, 85, um, when like the early decision, regular decision is, and then like Hannah mentioned, um, if you need like demonstrated interest. So like emailing the school, visiting the campus, doing some of their programs, blah, 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 blah. So like, well, my whole point is just like do research and like start early and like fill out everything you need to, or you're gonna be like really stressed out and you're gonna miss like important things that is required for you to like attend college. Yeah. And I want to say back to the financial aid thing, there's another thing that a lot of private schools use. It's called the CSS profile. And for a lot of schools, for you to be eligible for financial aid, like even be considered by the financial aid like office, even if you know you're probably not going to get anything, you have to fill out those things. And it's really important that you do because you could be considered for all this stuff. And another thing with college is I, I knew that I wasn't really going to get any financial aid I I and I am not I'm not getting any financial aid in fact I'm actually kind of getting the opposite and I think it's really annoying that they call it financial aid they they call like um so unsubsidized loans which means you have to like pay them right back or right away or you're gonna get like interest aids or like awards and that drives me nuts because I'm like that is not an award that's like something I have to pay right away so I've only been getting like unsubsidized loans and things like that right but I think I didn't even realize was that a lot of private schools, even though they seem like really expensive, they're extremely like well endowed. So a lot of the times people will get will like that go to private schools or like are considering private schools will get like merit scholarships from them. And it will be like, it'll be a good like it'll be a good amount. So like, if you're Go, like looking to apply to a school, I would say make sure you know that it's really if it's really expensive that you might not be able to attend that school if they don't give you any of their scholarships and things like that. Like, for example, like from my own um, personal experience, I applied to um, four private schools. And so I applied to Syracuse, American, Emerson and Boston. Um, I got into Syracuse, Emerson and American, I didn't get to Boston. But Syracuse gave me a huge scholarship like I got half off tuition every single year um, and then Emerson College gave me $10,000 off a year that's totaled to $40,000 and then American didn't give me any money with and they're also a private school right so you can see like kind of a difference but a lot of the private schools will give you a merit like sometimes will give you a merit scholarship so I would say like if you're really into a private school or um, a school that yeah, like a private school, don't give up yet, because some of them will give you like a merit scholarship. And obviously, that's not true for like all, like all private schools. But most of the time, 
private schools are more like well endowed than public schools. And so, and that's not public schools fault. Like mostly public schools, a lot of times are like funded by the state or like funded by like bigger organizations. And since they're public, they have a lot more students. And so they have a lot more people they need to fund. And private schools are usually smaller. So they have less students and more like donors and things like that. And so it's like not a bad thing or a good thing. Like it's not a good thing to go to a private school over public school. I'm just saying that a lot of private schools do are more well endowed. And so they do end up giving a lot of like merit scholarships. So if you are considering one, I would say don't give up. But I will say that if I didn't get my scholarship to my college, I definitely wouldn't be attending there because it is really, really expensive. Um, I cannot believe the price of college these days. It's like upwards of $80,000, which I think is absolutely ridiculous. Like um, American was like one of my top schools. And um, I ended up just like not being able to go there because it was $71,000 a year. And that's like the estimated price. And I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that it will be more expensive with my like living expensive and things I want to buy and blah, 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 you know, so I just think that that's not, you know, worth the money. And um, I would, it's just heartbreaking, you know, when you um, have schools that you're into, but you just can't go there because of the money. So I would say, obviously, be really realistic. But if you are applying to like private schools, or even public schools, because I know like University of Michigan, because my friend is gonna go there, that they have like all these like separate applications for like, non need based but merit based scholarships, if you can apply to as many as those as you can, or if you're applying to private school, sometimes they surprise you with these because I didn't apply for any of these scholarships, it was just given to me. So if you can do that, that's great. And make sure you do your research on that because I had like no idea about certain scholarship opportunities and things like that. And I just want to say like, some of these scholarships for like merit based are really surprising because I don't think that I I do not have like a high GPA at all. Like, my GPA was not high at all. It's like, I'll just say it because I'm not embarrassed about it. I had a 3.7 GPA. That is like, that's like pretty average. It's I didn't have a 4.0 or anything like that. My ACT score is like pretty mediocre. You know, I got like a 30. So it's, it was good, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like I thought I was going to get any merit scholarship. So like, if you don't think that you're like merit scholarship worthy, don't think that because there might be things on your application that are actually so good and will open you up to so many opportunities. So I would just say like, do not give up, but also be really realistic, if that makes any sense. It kind of it's kind of like a dichotomy. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, Duane. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, don't give up, but also be realistic. Yeah, definitely. Like, I have to like, for Cal Poly, like I have to pay $50,000 a year, which is like, honestly, that's like 200 grand for like a bachelor's degree. It's just such an immense amount of money. And so like on Monday, I had like called the financial aid office and they were like, um, so I talk about my tuition and like, I have a meeting with like my financial aid counselor to like, maybe like get my tuition lowered if possible. But she was like, your FAFSA is like, expected family contribution is like $83,000, which is like $30,000. Like, like your tuition is like 30 grand less than that. So you should be able to pay it. And it's like, but it, but that like doesn't make sense. Like it just, honestly, like the whole college thing is just so stupid. Like I honestly don't get it. But um, I think if you're in a situation like that, 
you should start applying to as many scholarships as you can. You can even like start junior year or even sophomore year, I think. And a lot of times scholarships is not like based on how much money you make, but like the essays you write, the activities you do, um, like they ask you like to in portfolios, like if you're applying for art and stuff like that. So apply to as like many as you can because it will be so handy. And honestly, it takes like applying to like hundreds to even like win a couple of them. So if you're in a situation like that where you just know that your family uh, family's expected contribution is way too high and that you are going to get zero aid from your college. Um, definitely, definitely apply for scholarships. That is one of the biggest ways to get money for um, your tuition. So start applying. And like, I know this is all like overwhelming, like, you know, you have to start applying for scholarships and FAFSA and college applications and stuff like that. But honestly, if you like time it out, it like works out great. Like over the summer, like you don't have to like spend your summer like if you like don't want to like I guess waste your summer on like college applications and you want to enjoy it you can do that but like you know maybe like once like every other week just like sit down for a couple hours and just like apply to like scholarships or like towards like the end of summer just like sit down and just like you know look at like college prompts like you don't have to start writing anything but just like looking at it like helps you come up with ideas because over the summer I like looked at the prompts and like every once in a while, like I would be doing something random and I'd be like, wait, this would make a really good college essay. And I'd just like write down the idea. So like when you do things like ahead of time and you like space it out, you can like get it done and it won't be overwhelming. Um, but yeah. Yeah. And I would say like, there's like a difference between need-based scholarships and merit-based scholarships. And like Duani said, sometimes merit as it was in my case, like, is not based on, like, if you have a 4.0 GPA, you know, and um, there are some like that, like, I know from, like, um, some, like, state universities, I got, like, a thousand dollars for having, like, their GPA requirement or whatever, and that's, like, good money, too, like, especially because it was in-state, that's, like, four thousand, it, like, became, like, it was four thousand off, like, they're already, like, twenty-five thousand a year tuition, and that would have been just so nice, right, so I would say, like, you know, it's really important to do your research. It's really important to know like what you're getting into. And um, I know a lot of people where ultimately it was their choice in the end was about the money. Like, I, I don't know what else to say it bluntly, but besides that, like, like education was comparable, program was comparable, everything was comparable. The only thing that was stopping them was the money. And like, if a school is like $20,000 less than another school, then at that point, it became like a no brainer for a lot of people. Like for me, at the end, I was like, this is the best choice, like not only for me for my program, but financially, like, and I can't believe like, and like the school I'm going to is like not it was not a cheap school at all. So like, at the end of the day, like thinking about that, I was like, this is this is just the best choice for me. Like, I'm just excited. And it was just the best choice. And I think in the end, like, when you finally like make that decision, like when you finally go to like click the confirm enroll button, you will just like, you'll just like, no, like, I know that's really cheesy. But like, 
like you will know deep down like this is where you're supposed to be like this is exactly like what was supposed to happen all those rejections all the wait list all the acceptances all the time putting into the application like this is exactly what was supposed to happen this is exactly where you're supposed to be and if it's not you can always transfer if you're not happy there you can always take a gap year you can always go to trade school there's so many different options for you too like i also want to say like if you think college is the right choice for you and then it ends up not being, that is okay. Like this whole thing about life is that there's so many options for you. There's so many things that you can do and college may not be the right option for you and that is okay. And it might take you going there to realize that and that's also okay, you know? So I would just say like, like thinking that sometimes thinking that it's the right choice may not always be, it's not my, and not my, sorry, I cannot speak. It might not always end up that way, you know, but for a lot of people, like that choice ends up being the right choice. I would say like, if you're worried about like at the end, like what, like maybe you're seniors right now and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know like how to commit. I don't know where to commit, blah, 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 blah. I would just say like, really make like a pros cons list and sit down with yourself and like, talk to your parents because I think your parents should be a huge part of this because I know a lot of people's parents including mine are helping me pay for my college so it was really important for them also to make that decision with me um even though ultimately it was mine at the end um but I would just like say like when you get to that point where you're ready to commit it'll just it'll feel right like it will it will definitely feel right and um I just wish everybody like the best in this process because it was just so hard it's so draining. And if you want to give up at times, I feel you because I wanted to give up. And like, I don't know, it was it was just really hard. Like, I guess to recap my experience, I got accepted into six schools, I got rejected at one, and I got waitlisted at one. And it even that was hard. Like, I know you might hear like six acceptances and be like, Oh, that's like, really good. And whatever. And you should be like grateful. But like, even like getting like waitlisted somewhere, even getting rejected somewhere that hurt like a lot, like, you know, so I would say like, it doesn't matter how many schools you get into like rejection and waitlist will always hurt. And to be honest, I will be honest, the waitlist hurt more than the rejection. Like for me personally, the school I got waitlisted at the University of Washington, that hurt me more than getting rejected at like my reach school, because I, it was the first school that like I heard back from that was not safety for me and so it was just really hard to hear that news and I think honestly being on the wait list kind of sucks because it's like they put you in limbo it's like you're not accepted here but we didn't reject you but you know we'll tell you after so you have to confirm somewhere else blah 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 blah, blah. and you know it just hurts so I would say this whole process is going to be long this whole process is going to be hard it's going to be tiring you're going to want to give up it's going to be not a fun time. I know people say senior year is so fun. It's not that fun. But in the end, you'll get to go to a a place that is just so right for you. Like, I really believe that I really believe that everything happens for a reason. Like, if a college rejects you, it's because they don't think that you're the right fit for them, right? And so obviously, you're not the right fit for them. And that should be that should be the sign. That's it. You're not the right fit for them, right? If a college accepts you, that means that they also think you're a good fit for them. So I would say I think everything happens for a reason. And just trust the process as cheesy as that is, and do your best. And that's all you can do in this situation. Yeah, like this year's college acceptances were like absolutely like brutal. Like because of like after the pandemic and like um most of the colleges are not requiring SATs, like the applicant like applicant 
like the people who applied to colleges like doubled and so the acceptance rates like went down even more and so it's just been like an absolutely like crazy year and you just have to like I just have to like remind well, like I just have to like remind myself that you know like so many people applied like they obviously like for UC schools like 140,000 people just applied to like one school and like their acceptance rate went down to like 9%. Like you have to like remind yourself that not everyone has like a spot in the college for you and you might be like very well qualified. It's just that you didn't make it into the amount of people that they can accept. So sometimes it's not your fault. And um, also for me, the one that hurt the most was Utah because I was like, oh my God, like I'm definitely gonna get in. It's in state. I have all the stats for it, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, find out that I got waitlisted was like, honestly, like so heartbreaking because it would have been like cheaper because it's in state. It's a really, really good school. And like, honestly, like it, it wasn't like my top choice just because like I wanted to um, move out of Seattle. Like I just didn't really like the rain and the cold, but like, still like finding out that I got waitlisted hurt like so much more because I was like coming to the terms that you know sometimes you have to be realistic and UW is cheaper it's um like well I would save like 80 grand but that's a lot of money eighty thousand dollars and um it's close to Seattle Seattle it's like has Amazon and Microsoft and so many business opportunities I was getting like really used to the idea of going to UW and I was like this is actually going to be I'm actually gonna have fun. It's gonna be really good. And then it's like find out that I got waitlisted just hurt like a lot. So just know that college applying to colleges is not fun. It's the worst part of senior year. Um, and just like March it was like one of the worst months of my life. Just like finding out all these acceptances and just like getting rejections. Like it, it's difficult, but just know that you're going to find somewhere like you're going to find a college that you are going to be a good fit at and that you are going to love and that everything will be okay like you don't have to worry you don't have to stress everything will work out you will go to a college where you will fit in and like Hannah said if you don't if you don't like it you can always transfer you can always drop out and reapply again um next year to different colleges you can always do so many different things just like don't stress too much you know like something I wish someone had told me was just not to stress and that eventually everything will work out you will get into a college and you will be going somewhere and you will you know enjoy your four years and you know like graduate with a degree so just know that it's a brutal process everyone goes through it it's scary it hurts I don't think I've like cried <laughs> I cried so much last month um just like finding out all these acceptances so just know there's like there's no like one process there's no way to tell if you're gonna get in even to the school that has like a really high acceptance rate you could get rejected waitlisted you never know you just be optimistic be realistic just like know your options know like what's about to happen and what you have to do just prepare yourself and in the end everything will be okay yeah and I, 
like it's just it's such a lottery and you never know what's gonna go what's gonna go down like my admissions process was so much different than Duwani's mine was so much different than my other friends everybody is different and you never know like what other people are going through what other people like put on their application all this stuff so like even if you have like comparable stats to someone else and you apply to the same school it does not mean that you're gonna get in like at all like I mean, I was so nervous because I was like, oh my gosh, I have these stats and I know someone with so many higher stats and I think that this person's going to get in over me. And it turns out that I ended up going into that school anyways, you know? So like, it, you have no idea. Like sometimes you will get into a school that you don't even think you're going to get into. And then you're, you, you will get rejected or waitlisted from a school that you thought that you would get into. Like my, I have this friend that I made that um, is like possibly going to the same college as me. And she got waitlisted at a school that she thought like she was going to get into. And I was like, honestly, same, like, I thought I was going to get into school and I didn't. And so like, at this, like, you never know, you, you absolutely never know what what's going to happen. And, you know, it's not your fault. And you did everything that you could do. And it's going to be hard. And there's just so much you could say, right? There's so much you could say, but at the end of the day, like, I think that wherever you choose to go is going to be the place for you because ultimately at the end, you get to choose, you get to choose there, you have an option. And if there's only one place, that's fine too, you know, like, then you can always go to that place. And if you hate it, you can transfer out. There's always going to be options for you. You will always get to choose. And um, like, even like listening to this podcast right now, I think that's like preparation in itself. Like you're already pre- preparing yourself. You're already thinking about it. And just because someone's going to like the most nice Ivy League school ever and you're going to like some school that's not like that does not mean that you're any less than somebody else. Like honestly, state's great. People make fun of state schools, all, but state schools are great. Schools with 80% acceptance rate are great. Schools with 20% acceptance rate are great. It doesn't matter what the acceptance rate is. It doesn't matter how prestigious your school is. If the school is right for you, it's right for you. It doesn't matter if people are like, oh, your school is a party school, whatever, whatever. Like, it doesn't matter what the reputation of the school is, whatever it is. If that is the right school for you, it's the right school for you. So honestly, block out all the people who say like all this stuff because people will talk people talk like at our school people talk all the time about where people are going blah 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 blah, blah, gossip but it doesn't matter as long as you're happy and you're making the right choice for you then that's the right choice for you and this whole process as hard as it is it's just easier to be kind to other people so I would say it's like just good luck you're gonna do great and always remember to just be kind and treat other people with kindness and be kind to yourself be kind to yourself during this process because it is so easy to beat yourself up and be like i'm so dumb i'm so stupid i can't do anything right but you're going through this because you want to get into college you're going to go to college <laughs> you're not going to get rejected from every single place you're going to get into some place and it's going to be great so i would just say at the end of this remember to just be kind to yourself yeah um it's just you never know what college you're going to get into. And like Hannah was saying, and like the friend that she was talking about, like the colleges that I thought I wasn't going to like, oh, that I was going to get into, I didn't. And like some colleges that I had hoped for, I didn't get into. And like, just to put it in perspective for you, acceptance rates sometimes really don't matter. Like UW has like a 50% acceptance rate and in state it's even higher. And I got waitlisted, but then like Cal Poly's business program only has a 27% acceptance rate and I got in, which it honestly to me, it doesn't make sense. I just want to like tell you again, like the process is like so, so like 
you you can't even like explain how like people make their decisions and also sometimes like it's all based on like luck maybe like you got an admissions counselor who's like reading your um your application like oh I really like this and they would accept you but like the other person who's reading it would have been like no I didn't really want like you to be accepted so it's like depends on luck so like Hannah said just be easy on yourself like a lot of this is out of your hands after you turn in your application there's not much you can do worrying about it and stressing yourself out is not going to get you anywhere because once you turn it in you cannot do anything about it it's all up to the people that are reading your applications you might get someone who likes your application you might get someone who doesn't so just know that it's all up to luck. It's all up to chance. And, um, you know, just, just like, don't be too hard on yourself because you never know it's, and in the end, it's all going to work out. And, um, the thing about like people making fun of the college you're going to go to, it's so stupid. You're all going to graduate and you're all going to end up with a degree and the college you go to does not determine your success. Just because someone went to an Ivy League school does not mean that you know, they might make more money than you or they'll be more successful than you. Like versus if you went to like it's like a really um like a public college or like something somewhere with like an 80% acceptance rate and someone went with someone went to somewhere that only had like a 10% acceptance rate. That does not determine your success like after college. My dad ha- um his like boss like like I don't know like a really upper level like boss like the vice president or whatever he went to Washington State University and he makes more than half a million dollars. So like like I'm saying, your degree, where you got it, get it from, does not determine your success. So don't feel bad about how you having to like attend a state school and like, oh no, like I have to attend the school. This looks so bad. Like this is so embarrassing. It's not embarrassing. At the end, you're all going to end up with a degree. And you're all going to get jobs and it's all going to work out. So just don't like stress yourself out about things that you can't control. Just, you know, it's a brutal process, but it, it's going to happen to every senior who wants to apply to college. Um, so just don't be too hard on yourself and just enjoy. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's senior year, you're applying to college. Just just enjoy. Like, it's tough, but, you know, just also don't worry and just have like a good time. Yeah. And I also want to talk about acceptance rate, for example, because on Google, it's not always correct. Like if you search up, I'll do my own university, for example. Like if I search up Syracuse University acceptance rate, it'll say like 68.7%, right? And if you look there, that's from 2020. Acceptance rate changes every single year. And if you search up Syracuse University acceptance rate 2021, the acceptance rate is 44%. So that's like a huge like decrease, you know what I mean? And every single year at a university, they'll get more and more applications every single year. It just happens. Every single year, there's going to be more and more applications. Like this year on my letter, it said that they got more applications than ever before. They got like 41, 42,000 applications, right? And so obviously, it's like a smaller school, they can only accept a few thousand people. And so every single year, the acceptance rate is going to go down. And Google is not always correct. And all that stuff. So just because like a school is like, oh, they have a 60% acceptance rate, it doesn't mean that you're going to get in. You know what I mean? You cannot base your acceptance on that. You just have to do your best. And it's not all about 
acceptance rates. It's not all about who's going where. Just try your best and be kind to yourself. And that's all we have to say. And we really wish like and hope you the luck. Hope you <laughs> hope you have the best of luck. And if you have any questions for us, you can always ask us on our Instagram. You can always DM us at even the little things podcast. We're happy to answer your college questions or give you any personal advice. Um, and so, yeah, make sure to go follow us on Instagram. It's at even the little things podcast. Our podcast is dedicated to sharing advice, mistakes, confessionals, and giving you peace of mind on all things impacting teens today. Because it's not just you worrying about even the little things, it's us too. We hope you'll join us next time. Bye.